Hello from ABA Tech Show 2018 in Chicago, Illinois. I'm Lawrence Coletti. Noreno Petro. Brian Sims. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. I have the presenters of the session titled PDFing for Lawyers with Brian Sims and Nerino Petro. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Thank you. Great to be here. Well, before we tear into the topic, I just want to get your bio, establish the uh, bona fides. Is it bona fides, bona fides? Ah, whatever. All right. Well, we'll seize the day. Carpe diem. <laughs> there we go. So anyway, uh, we're going to talk about your uh, session here, but I just thought, uh, Nerino, it's been a little while, and I know you've probably you've had some updates in your life, so let's get the bio. Where do you work? Yeah, I've had some updates in my life. You know, I've been working uh, practice management advisor for State Bar of Wisconsin for eight years. Uh, then I was a chief information officer for Holmes from Kennedy, and I got hired by a former client of mine in uh, 2017 who made me an offer I couldn't refuse. So uh, I'm back uh, back in the world of uh, practice doing uh, transactional work. So, uh, But I'm still doing my technology thing. Can't give this up. Well, I hope you don't work for the Corleone family. No, no, no. All right, and Brian. And I'm a solo practitioner. I've been for the last eight years. I love legal technology. I speak on it uh, all the time, and I run what I call a uh, office that is as paperless as an attorney's office can be. Excellent, excellent. All right, well, you guys are perfect. This is perfect for the uh, for the role today, talking about this session that you did. And I think this is a wonderful topic. Uh, you know, I'm just amazed. You know, I think just when I've mastered everything I need to know about PDF, I discover that I'm wrong. And so let's let's get into it. Let's talk about your session, PDFing for Lawyers with Brian Sims and Narina Petro. What's the 50,000-foot, guys? I, I think the big thing, uh, the big takeaway from our session is that with the PDF software, no matter what which particular product you go with, there's so much that it can do uh, to really uh, enhance your practice, uh, make you or allow you to be able to uh, generate and work with your documents a lot easier and faster, more efficiently. I think you've got options now too. I, it used to be, you know, there was one product that kind of dominated everything, and that's no longer the case. And so now, what that's done is it's brought the price point down, so lawyers can get the features they need: base numbering, redaction, things like that, for $150 or less, and it's easier to use than it was just five or seven years ago. And it does everything they need. All right, so I know it's a broad topic. So what I want to do is confine it to money, time, and happiness. So let's start with money. How does PDFing save me money? Well, I can just give an example. Somebody who spoke to me after the session, uh, we talked during the session about bait stamping, basically numbering your documents as you go along. She uh, had a Social Security practice and had been doing that manually, learning how to do that uh, in literally just a few seconds of time in a PDF program uh, will save her uh, time and money going forward in uh, uncountable ways. Well, and I think the other thing, too, is if you're going to move to a, a more paperless practice, you're still going to always have some paper, but being able to store it, find it quickly, being able to search and everything, PDF is the standard that you're going to have to use. So you need these tools. And what that does is the quicker you can find things, the quicker you can save things, the more it translates into you being able to do billable work, not administrative work for your practice, and that impacts your bottom line directly. Well, let's get into those tools. I know there's a lot of different ways to access PDFs and a lot of different ways to save them, alter them. So let's get into that. What are some of the tools that you guys are recommending? Well, mainly what we talked about today, uh, the two primary tools were Adobe Acrobat DC and uh, the Nuance PDF Advanced, uh, which uh, we demonstrated uh, 
different options in both of those. Uh, and they really will run the gamut and do everything you need to do to manipulate and handle PDFs. The big difference between the two now is Adobe Acrobat DC has really moved to a subscription model. So they brought the price down, but when you look at it, you're renting that product. The Nuance um, Power PDF Advanced is a purchase price. So you're at around $150 and you own it. Uh, you'll have to update it, but you've got both of them. But those are the two products. And so what we're really talking about is either way you go, about $150, you're going to be good for a year or more. And there are other products out there that it's sort of that same sweet spot, Foxit, Nitro Pro. Uh, they're just, uh, if you look, you can find PDF products uh, on just about every under every bush. Time. How are we saving time with PDFs? Well, you know, we had a question come up in the session today. Well, how do I use this document? Because when I scan it, I really can't do much with it. And this is it's a little older gentleman. But the issue is he doesn't even know the tools he's got. So how does he save the time? Well, all he's got to do is scan it and in Nuance, click the Make Searchable PDF button. Then suddenly it's no longer just this image of a document. It's something he can copy, he can search, he can locate. So when you do that and you're using the tools that are there and you know how to use them, um, it makes things faster. It's like Brian was talking about with Bates numbering, you know, versus hand bait stamping or doing something else, you're saving so much time using these tools, you're becoming more efficient and therefore more effective in your practice. Absolutely. One of the things we looked at was a feature that's found in the Nuance product that allows you to generate a table of contents from uh, the bookmarks within your document. So you can do this even on a scanned PDF without having to try to do that separately on a Word document and merge them together or whatever. You can do it directly with, from within the product. Even, and, and the other amazing thing is, you know, both of these products have the equivalent of a typewriter tool. So when you find those court forms and everything that are just flat PDFs and you don't know what to do, you know, the old way was print it out, hopefully you've got a typewriter, do it. Now you, you bring it right onto your desktop, you click on the typewriter tool, you fill it out and you're done. So I mean, it all comes down to is you're being faster in generating your work product. And you're also uh, complying with uh, court rules. One of the things we talked about was redaction and uh, there really is, there's information you can get in big in trouble if you include in filings anymore, birth dates, social security numbers, uh, bank account numbers, things like that, and just the ability to redact them. But one of the things I, I honestly use redaction for probably the most often is fixing forms that are screwed up. You've got a form from the county you need to use that has text somewhere it shouldn't be. You can redact that out using a white background and it's as though it was never there. One of the topics I want to get into, because I think lawyers need to be aware of this, is metadata. So just briefly, because not everyone's familiar, can you guys explain metadata and why this is a problem that lawyers need to look out for when they're producing PDFs for their clients? Sure. At, the, at its heart, metadata is nothing except data about data. It's, it's, it's the file name of the file. It's the data it was created. But it's also things like comments and changes when you track changes and things like that. And metadata itself is neither evil or good. It's neutral. It's how it's used that can be damaging. And for lawyers, where it can be problematic is if you've included comments in a document and you've converted it from, say, Word or WordPerfect to a PDF, and you've left those comments in, and they are a communication between you and your client, and it goes to the other party and they see it, they may have an unfair advantage or take advantage of it. You've just breached your obligation under Rule 1.6 for confidentiality. So all of these products now that we're talking about, the mainstream products, include tools of one form or another to go in there and grab that metadata and remove it, to search for it and remove it. 
Absolutely, and it's fairly simple, usually just a couple of clicks. And one of the really nice things is you can control what metadata that you remove. So it's important to remove those comments or things, but you may have hyperlinks in the document uh, in order to get around bookmarks, things like that, uh, that you want to leave there, and you can select that so that you're only removing the information that could be potentially damaging or ethically uh, sensitive. You were talking about a feature as 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 part of one of the tools that you recommended early. Was is there another tool like another product or a, you know another platform that kind of helps with that? Because you know I think that it's tough to always see all the metadata that's out there. You talked about comments, but you also have names and things like that that remain with documents even after you've erased them. And so, what's the best way to scrub a document so that you make sure that your client information isn't getting out there? What's the best tool for that? Well, I mean, there are third-party products that are actually going to be, I mean, they will be more full-featured than what comes because PDF, it's a platform, it's, it's, it's doing multiple things, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. But like uh, Metadact from the, the Pain Group, and I'm, not, I'm just saying that's one of them, and there's others. Uh, DocsCorp has uh, their product, I can't remember the name of it, Brian, I don't uh, remember, but I think it's, but... Like, it's like Clean It from DocsCorp, which is another great product. Um, when it comes to redaction, if you're doing a lot of redaction, you need a third-party redaction tool. Um, uh, redact it, um, a number of other ones, um, but you've got to have those tools because they give you more capability uh, than the, if you have occasional use, use the tools that are built in. If you have real concerns and you've got to go on that standalone third-party product. But for most attorneys, you're just fine using, uh, in most cases, uh, a good full-featured uh, PDF software, whatever your preference is. Excellent. Well, I think we hit the uh, happiness uh, aspect of it and didn't call it out. So I just want to ask one more question before we close it out. If our listeners are going to follow up, ask some more questions about what we've discussed today, how can they find you? Let's start with Nerino. Uh, they can reach me at Nerino Petro, which is my first name and last name, at CENCOMTECH, C-E-N-C-O-M-T-E-C-H.com. And Brian. And Brian, the, uh, the easiest way to find me is just to Google me, but my email address is bsims at simslawfirm.com. The thing to remember is Sims has one M. Terrific, terrific. So we've reached the end of the road for today's episode. We've run out of time, but I want to thank our guests for joining us and our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please find us and rate us in Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road, Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Hey.